Welcome, folks, to this edition of The Healthy Life with Ben and Ashley. We're so excited for you to allow us to be a part of your life, a part of your health and wellness journey. Oh, boy, we're at the... I think I was going back in the in the records, Ashley, and I think this is our almost our 20th episode together. That's crazy. It doesn't even seem like it's been that long, you know? No, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And, I, and I'm so proud of all the folks that are just listening to us. The numbers are incredible. Uh, I never thought this little little podcast would be blown up to be so big, but that's because of all our all our listeners out there, all those folks that just want to be a better version of themselves. How's your summer going, Ashley? It's been good. Still, you know, crazy busy. We're trying to just, you know, continue doing stuff as a family, get out there, get outside, swimming, hiking, all that good stuff. I was down the Jersey Shore this weekend at the Shore House, but it was brutally hot here in New Jersey. It was 101 degrees. Wow. That is, that's pretty high for New Jersey, is it not? Yeah, it was more, it was hotter here than it was in Florida. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was brutal. Um, but yeah. we got through it. The kids got through it. They had the pool and stuff, but you know, summer, summer's almost over. We got about five weeks and one of the kids will be back in school in what, a month now? Yeah, I think we've got pretty much exactly a month left. I, I don't know how it's possible, but you know, I think that it's been so wet here. The rain has been continuing like crazy and it's kind of dampened a little bit of our summer. But what can you do? I think I think that as we get older, the seasons and the calendar moves a lot quicker. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was just in never mind Target uh, Hobby Lobby. They, they have some uh, Christmas holiday stuff out in a little area already in the corner. Yeah, uh, I know what you mean. It's crazy. It's time's flying. I mean, it's the it'll be pumpkin spice season soon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I still got to do that episode, that special episode on Coach, we will. Ben, we'll get it. Coach we'll get Ben's it. addiction to pumpkin spice. <laughs> if they had pumpkin spice detergent, I'd probably buy it. Um, <laughs> so on to some serious uh, uh, notes, what our topic is today, if there's anything serious here. We're talking about how we want to feel and what we expect from life. What's our, our payday? What, what are we looking for as humans, as parents, as as anything, co-workers, colleagues? What, what are we looking for? What are some of the traits that, that you look for or some feedback that you would like people to give you that may keep you motivated, Ash? I think um, one of the number one things is support. We all want to feel supported in what we choose or what we do in life. Um, you know, we want to feel accepted in maybe whatever groups we're in or whatever your journey is, whatever you're going through, you just want to feel accepted in that. You want to feel like you belong. Yeah. Belonging or, or part of something, not mm -hmm. feeling accepted is probably one of the worst feelings you could ever feel. I remember in the, oh gosh, I was probably in the, I was in the fourth grade and I tried out for basketball and I stunk. <laughs> I'll admit it now, <laughs> but Every kid got picked, but me and another kid. And oh, wow. Now, I don't think we do things like that in this world at such a young age anymore, but that was my first recollection of not being accepted. And that's and, such a hard thing to swallow at such a young age, isn't it? Right. And it still sticks with me now at age 48. Yeah, right. Yeah. You still feel that same fourth grade feeling that you had back then, you know, 
today, even as adults, we obviously don't want to feel that same feeling. We, we always want to feel supported or accepted. And it's really hard when you have those feelings that you're not. And the premise of our, our podcast, and if this is your first time listening, welcome, is acceptance, but it's also weight loss and wellness. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you have to accept who you are to lose weight? I think that plays a huge part in it. I think you have to accept your lifestyle, the things that you choose to do, just the way that you live your life. You have to accept that and work that into how you're going to lose the weight. I don't think it's really an acceptable thing to completely change who you are and everything you do because then you're so much less likely to enjoy it. And then like I've said before, if you don't enjoy it, you're not going to continue it or or maintain it. Um, so yeah, I definitely think you have to accept who you are with that. Right. And sometimes it's hard to accept. Like I could remember a hundred pounds ago, there'd be a pair of jeans in the closet that I knew I was damn well not fitting into, mm-hmm. but I couldn't accept it. So I wouldn't try them on. You know, right. I just got to lose a little more weight and then I won't weigh myself. And then another month, then another month, another month. And it adds up. I think there's a point where we have to accept who we are and what we need to do. And it's like, I look at it as a trigger. Um, I've mm-hmm. spoke before on other episodes. An old friend saw me and asked me what the heck happened to me. <laughs> you know, the mirror doesn't always talk back. You know what I'm saying? But if somebody hasn't seen you in a long time and mm-hmm. they have they have genuine feelings of friendship for you and they want to see you be the best version of yourself, you have that was my acceptance. You know, I really got to make this decision to lose weight. Right. I I agree. You really do. It has to um, come from within, as we've also talked about before. Yeah. And then, like you said, the support factor, there's a lot of different ways of support. But for the topic today, which is, you know, acceptance, admiration and support, I would look at support in the light of saying, boy, you look good, Ashley, you lost weight. Mm hmm you know, or Ben, you look good. You you seem to be doing something different. Right. I find that as a lot of support. It is that, I mean, that's a great source of support. Um, I think as humans, we all just want to feel recognized in whatever it is we're doing, especially the, the vulnerable community of, of the weight loss people. Um, we just want to feel recognized in what we are doing and to have that support come from outside people or close people. Um, it just brings this sense of accomplishment, I guess, from from us, and it just feels good. And you run the community part of Healthy. That's our that's that's our social media in essence. And the thing is, I think it's easier to lose weight when you have a lot of weight loss. I call them weight loss colleagues that are yeah. all all in it together. Like I would say that. We're all in the same ship as long as it's not the Titanic when it comes to <laughs> Right, exactly. Y- you are. And and to have that, especially coming from complete strangers, I mean, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people using um, this app. And when these people come, you know, from all over the country, even all over the world, I mean, we have people from, you know, New Zealand, England, everywhere. It's, it's a beautiful thing to see these people from all over the world coming in and you know, helping each other out, lifting, lifting each other up. Um, Something as simple as, you know, when you lost five or 10 pounds, you can share that milestone on community. And you just see all these people commenting like, way to go. You know, you're doing amazing. Um, Just those simple words that 
takes nothing from you can mean everything to them. For sure. For sure. On my Facebook page, Coach Ben's Weight Loss, Wellness, and Fun, there's a cheap plug if you want to come on my Facebook <laughs> page. I had somebody post, wonderful member, the scale's not moving. I'm getting ready to throw the towel in. And yeah. you you should have seen the amount of wonderful support from, from the members that just got right behind this person and said, you know, you're doing good. I'm here to support you. Or it was it was like she had a whole army behind her within 15 minutes. Whereas, you do, yeah. I, and I saw you that don't have that. You saw that post. Mm -hmm. So if 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 you don't have that army, it's still possible, but it's a lot easier to have people to support you. Exactly, and and that's the thing. I know, um, I, and I do know what you're talking about. I saw that post, and we've actually we've had many people say that on community, and it is um, it's kind of heartbreaking to see those things. And then for that post to completely turn around and have all these people supporting them saying, you know, think of how far you've come, think about what can lie ahead. It's it's just a great thing to see. But I, I know it can be hard when you might feel like you don't have people in your personal circle, whether it be friends, family, spouses, children, whatever it is. I know that there's a lot out there that don't have that kind of support. And I don't know that there's any one thing we can say to help that out because it is hurtful. But I think it's important to look at, you know, the reason why you're doing this, it has to come from internally. It has to come from you. You have to want to do that. And then turn to those other sources like this amazing weight loss community that we have here together. Those kinds of resources, I think, can be so positive and uplifting. You just have to look in the right place for it. Since we've been doing the show... The most the most powerful thing that that I like, and we like admiration too, as you know, your hosts of the show, is mm -hmm. when people say to me, you know, I was really I really wanted to start snacking at night, and I just turned you and Ashley on at twelve a.m. and I forgot about that I was even hungry. I'm like, <laughs> hey, whatever works awesome. for you, you know. Yeah. Ashley and Ben on demand. <laughs> we don't <laughs> make house calls. <laughs> but we don't always have the gift of a supportive family member or a friend to give it to us, though. But right. we do have a voice within ourselves. How do you feel we about your voice? Do you like your voice? I like my voice so much more now than I did two and a half years ago. I think that many of us, especially in the weight loss community, have a negative internal voice towards ourselves. And it's hard when you're talking yourself down saying, you know, how how are you ever going to make that goal? This just doesn't seem possible. And I have been able to turn that around. And it is so much more uplifting when you can tell yourself. And, and it's so cliche, but everybody says, you've got this, you got this, you can do it. Yeah. Um, I don't like to throw that term out a lot. But when you're able to tell yourself that, like, you can do this, put your mind to it, you will get through this. It's amazing how those things can shift and how you can turn that around for yourself. Yeah, and you can really turn it around. Like I say on all of my member meetings, practice the pause. Um, practice the pause means anytime that you're in a situation or a decision, which may affect your weight loss, your wellness, practice the pause, take a moment, ask yourself, do I want the second helping of lasagna? Is this going to benefit my journey? Do I really need it? 
Um, do I want to hit the snooze button on my alarm clock or do I want to get that early morning walk in before it's too hot out? By listening to that internal voice in our in our heads and saying that we are enough and we are strong enough instead of the old voice that you were talking about two and a half years ago, the negative self-talk, um, the one that helps you, that's your, that can be your best friend and it's your conscience really. It is your conscience and your conscience can, you know, you kind of got that little angel and devil on your shoulder in these situations. Um, if any Sometimes of my parents, I have two devils. Right, exactly. <laughs> any of my parent listeners, or even if you're not a parent, you just love Disney. If anybody has ever seen the movie Luca, it is an, an amazing movie. And in that movie, uh, this boy is telling him to quiet, basically quiet his conscience. Sometimes you just have to say silencio Bruno, you know, just quiet (laughs) down. He's telling his conscience, just shut up and sit down and let me try this for a second. Basically is what they're saying. It's a beautiful little kids movie. It has a great message. And um, I actually tell that to my daughter a lot, you know, when she's, you know, she's afraid of the diving board, for example, at at the pool. And I'm telling her silencio Bruno, you know, give it a try. And I think, (laughs) sorry, the little tangent there, but I think that it's great. It's, I, I think it really goes along with what we're saying here. That conscience can sometimes get in your way and not just your conscience, but just that inner voice. Um, it can get in your way and it can be stopping you from doing something that you want to do or need to do. And you might have to silence that or turn it around and say, Let, let's do this. Let's try this. Do you, need, do you think you need to love yourself to gain that confidence? I, I, I think that that is a good goal especially if you're not there because unfortunately and and honestly as we all know when we're at the beginning and we're just starting out we probably don't all love ourselves at that point and i mean basically that sucks for lack of a better term no it does suck (laughs) and 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 it's um it's something that you have to work towards again uh you've got to be positive with yourself you know i always felt that no matter where you are who you are where you are in life what you're trying to do you can always be your number one fan you can be your biggest cheerleader right because not everybody is always going to be there for you all the time i think that's part of life but the one person that is always there is is you right and sometimes when you lose your weight and you know you're the you're you're an expert on maintenance you lost all your weight during that road traveled you get all the compliments you lost weight you Mm -hmm. look great it slows down when you're at that goal. And then you got to start being your own cheerleader because you've yeah. already transitioned from hearing it from all the other, your other fans. Then right. You gotta dig deep and start listening to yourself because you, you don't want to regain that weight and have folks say, well, what happened? You know? Absolutely not. And that, that is a, another hill to get over. Um, when you're losing weight, you're constantly looking forward to, you know, this piece of clothing fitting better or even that scale going down more, whatever it is you're working towards, you're constantly working towards that. And once you hit that goal, that that goal weight range, like I have, that all stops. You don't constantly get these these milestones or anything that you're looking for. You you kind of have to just keep in mind, like I've already reached all that. I have to now keep it off and you have to create your own new motivation to maintain, if that makes sense. You, like you said, you're not constantly getting those compliments anymore. You've you've hit that goal, you're staying there, but I mean, occasionally the people come in and say, "You, it's, it's amazing that you lost the weight and you kept it off, but that doesn't happen nearly as much as what it does when you're in the process of losing. 
what tips would you have um, for somebody that needed to find that motivation? How do you motivate yourself? Um, for just losing weight or maintaining or maintaining or, or at any aspect when there's days we don't feel motivated, you know, there's days I would want to sit on the couch and watch Netflix, but I know that that's not gonna do anything for my health and wellness. How do we get, <laughs> how do we get motivated? Um, I think getting motivated is very hard when you've lost all that motivation. I think sometimes you might need to look out and reach for that support, whether it's on the community or in a Facebook group, um, what I, or if you, especially if you can find a local group to get together with in person too, anything, being around or talking with other people that are in the same boat, I think really helps get that, that motivation going. I think even having like a piece of clothing that you'd really like to get into maybe, um, having that there with you as a reminder, um, that can help motivate you. I think especially joining like weight, not weight loss groups, activity or exercise groups, um, having other people talk to you about, you know, I walked 12,000 steps today or whatever it is. Um, ha- seeing other people doing that can really pump up that motivation for you, for you too. Absolutely. With the, you're hundred percent right with that step things. I, 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 I'm lucky if I find my Fitbit, Never mind. Uh, put it <laughs> I on, always forget but, to wear my watch. But so. yesterday, yesterday was one of those 10,000 steps day and I posted that baby on, on Facebook. <laughs> Definitely. Absolutely. It is more than okay to be proud of, of what you did. I mean, for some people, 10,000 is nothing. And yeah. for some people, 5,000 is everything. It doesn't matter how much for you personally. I think just being able to post that and see others doing the same thing and being proud for you and proud for them that is super motivating. I just like seeing all the lights up and I feel good about myself. Right. <laughs> That's, yeah, that, 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 mo- things. that motivates me and, or people that close their rings on their watches. You know? I was going to say, yeah, Apple watches. Um, and I mean, you know, Apple watch, there's Fitbit, Garmin, Samsung, there's all kinds. Um, right. The Apple watch has those rings that you can close and something about that is super gratifying. And like that is a super motivator for me. Like that's a support system right there in itself, a little gadget like that. Exactly. You know, we have to, I really think we have to find, you know, within ourself acceptance, admiration and support because you have it already. You just have to find it, listen to it, understand it and not tune it out. Exactly. It's been silenced. (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. You got to turn up that volume somehow. Yeah. You know, you hear people say every day oh, or along the road, sees every day, you don't know if it's going to be your last day. Now, I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer, but if you try to make the best of every day and every time you get out that door and you put the best version of yourself out there, that's the one of the most gratifying things that you can do because that forms a habit. I completely agree. If you, like you said, if you are getting up and putting forth your best effort and having the best day that you can for you personally, um, I call that a good day. I call that a win regardless of what specifically it was, as long as it was something that you enjoyed and that you wanted to accomplish. That right there is just so gratifying. And you can end your day just knowing like, I did it and I can do this again tomorrow and the next day. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big journaler. I've always journaled throughout my whole uh, weight loss thing, and and also just in other areas of life, just like a reminder note is a journal for me. I don't have one of those diaries with the key on it. You're not going to find anything fantastic in there, but I have 
like I'll I'll try to write down. I learned this this a long time ago. Write down before I go to bed sometime or in the afternoon three good things that happened to me during mm-hmm. that day. And it could be the sun was out, or it could be my coffee was had enough equal in it or something. It didn't have to be. I, I ran a marathon. But, you drank your coffee while it was actually hot. <laughs> right, right. And 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 surely, actually, I believe if we start getting in the habit of being our biggest fan and writing down a couple of things that went good that day, we're going to retrain our brains and our psyche to mm-hmm. focus on the good instead of things that are not going so good. And then if we look at it and say, oh, wow, you know, oh, that was good. I thought yesterday was not the greatest day of all, but these were some good things. So it's right. retraining your brain. Do you think we have to Absolutely. retrain our brains? Oh, absolutely. I think, I think, like I said before, you know, our brains are kind of constantly stuck on the negative. Um, We've always got that inner, um, that inner devil on our shoulder, like, you know, giving you all the bad. And it's important to retrain and refocus because if you focus too much on that negative, you're likely not going to get as far as you want to be. Absolutely. The negative will hold you back. It's a, a ball and chain. And sometimes too, like we have to, we have to visualize ourselves in a good light. Like what's the first thing, I I don't know about you, but I know about me. What's the first thing you do when you look in the mirror? (laughs) I check out my hair usually. (laughs) We tend to find our flaws. Yeah. So you are, you, I mean, you're right in a way. I say I check out my hair, but what I'm looking for is to see how bad it looks. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it looks good today, but they can't see you. They can only hear you. <laughs> um, but the thing is, if we could just retrain ourselves every time in, we go look in the mirror, find something that we like about ourselves instead of picking out ourselves and it'll take time but if you Mm -hmm. are cognitive and you go in front of that mirror and you say you know what i'm going to pick out the things i like first and things i might want to work on and then instead of saying oh gosh i don't want to wear that or i'm throwing that outfit on the floor you know it's like we've got to retrain our psyche and our our way we perceive ourselves because i've known a lot of people i know you do too that have lost hundreds of pounds but they Mm -hmm. still feel fluffy they still pick out all those little flaws that they saw before and they think are still there and they're not focused on the larger picture of what they just did. Actually, with that, I saw a beautiful post on Facebook the other day about, um, it was a close-up that a woman took of herself. And she said, you know, when you look at yourself in the mirror or you see a picture of yourself, what you're focusing on are things that... 98% of people are never going to see. You're seeing the scar on your face here that's been there, you know, since you were five or, or you see this little flab piece of skin, whatever it is, you are focusing on all these little things that you think are wrong with you. And when other people see that picture, they see, look, there's a beautiful mom with her kids, or there is a happy dad with his kids or with his wife, you know, whatever it is, you are seeing all those little insecurities when everybody else is just seeing this overall big picture. And I think that goes along so well with what we're saying because internally we're picking out all those little, all those little insecurities, all those little negatives. When really, if you can just focus on that bigger picture, the the big thing that you're doing, you're losing the weight, whatever it is. I think letting go of those smaller things might help you get m- more out of it. 
and I, I think a lot of this stuff is inherited. Like, for example, Ashley, what was the first toy you remember getting or most girls remember getting? Um, I would say it was probably like my little blankie that I embarrassingly still have today and, and the baby doll that came with it. <laughs> right. Now, you said the doll. Most popular toy for a girl around between, I don't know, five and ten is a Barbie doll. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah now think about it. With boys, too. G.I. Joe, he's ripped. He's got abs or a wrestler doll or, or something. Mm-hmm. And bar- it's not reality. But that's where we kind of get that start. Well, maybe I should look like Barbie. Barbie's perfect. Barbie's got the dream house, the dream car, the dream boat. Mm-hmm. She's got it. A good-looking husband, Ken, and he don't even speak. So right. what's that tell you? A good-looking husband that don't speak. Uh, right. That's yeah. not reality. That's not reality. You are so right. It has painted a um, an insecure picture for so many little girls from the beginning of when that came out. And not just that, but those you know popular lingerie models, um, swimsuit models, all that stuff has from the beginning of time really put that picture in our heads that that's perfection so to speak quote unquote perfection and i i'm happy to say that things like that have actually turned around a little bit i don't know they have have some body positivity barbie dolls they have all kinds of different age and size groups models are becoming so much more diverse which i love and real because those those models on the covers and stuff a lot of that was is digital re-imaging and mm-hmm. airbrushing you can't airbrush yourself before you go out the door exactly you're so right and and i'm glad to see that there are many 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 companies now um saying you know pushing for the no photoshop the very real this is what we look like um and i i do think in a sense that stuff is coming becoming more positive but it wasn't for so long no and and one of one of the things that is probably i'm going to probably touch a nerve with our listeners right now is like a lot of folks they love to filter themselves out why 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 would you want to filter your beauty out and your self-worth like i see people filter themselves out to the where the point they look like casper Right, right. Everything's blurred. You can literally see the blur lines when when somebody's face moves, especially if it's a video, you can see that like little glitch right there because it was trying to blur something out. I mean, there's nothing wrong with using these things as a form of art. I get that that can be a job. But when you're hiding your true self, I just feel sorry more than anything because I want you to love who you are and what you are without covering all that up. Right. You don't need to be proud of who you are. We don't want to false advertise ourselves. Right. And you want to burn your light so bright that you don't need a filter. You don't exactly. You don't need to hide yourself in the back of the picture. But it takes acceptance, admiration, support. And of course, that's self-love. Exactly. It, it takes all that. And and it took all of that and me losing the weight for me to realize that. Um, I can say with 100% honesty now, I don't use those filters because I don't like how skinny it makes my nose look. I just don't look good with a skinny nose. Um, and I, I don't like how fake it looks. I, I like the, the real honesty and it takes... It takes time. It takes self-reflection. It takes that acceptance of yourself to get there. If, if anybody follows me on my Instagram page, 
I have posted some very real and honest photos. Um, I'm a mom of two. I have stretch marks. I have some flabby skin. And I think it's so important for people to see and accept the real things that happen with weight loss and what happens after you lose the weight. Put your, um, plug your uh, Instagram because they're going to be looking for it now. Oh yeah, sure. So it is Ashley's, A-S-H-L-E-Y-S underscore healthy life, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-L-I-F-E. And that is the, uh, my handle for Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. I mean, and we were just talking before the show, take pictures of yourself every week. If you're going to weigh yourself every week, that's great. That's a number in a book though. Unless it's the mega million or the Powerball, the number really doesn't mean that much. Um, Take a picture of yourself every week. You're going to notice the difference. You're going to see it. You need that visual, tangible proof, just not a number. Exactly. The, yeah, we we've preached it all along that that number on the scale can't um, can't tell you everything about yourself. Definitely the pictures. Definitely take measurements of yourself. Um, those those measurements, you know, once a month at the maybe at the beginning or the end of every month, that is some hardcore evidence of the progress that you've actually made. I wish we were. We've been working in this industry for a long time. I wish we focused more on measurements than scale numbers. Right. Um, in the beginning. Because when the scale doesn't move, your waist could be getting smaller. You could be adding more muscle, more dense mass. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm noticing too now. There's a lot of lot of different. I know, like with with bodybuilders and stuff now. Instead of they're they're moving away from the scale, they're going to get scanned once a week. It's not cheap. It's like forty dollars, but it tells them their BMIs and it does all the measurements. It's a three sixty scan. Hopefully. You know, things when they come out are expensive, but hopefully down the road, that will be another tool where you could just take a photo of yourself. It scans you and then does the measurement so you don't have to get grandma's, you know, uh, tape, tape measure out of the tape measure out. I don't yeah, even, yeah. <laughs> you know, a sewing kit. Right. Right. But these are just tools. These are tools like I've met so many folks that get on the scale. They're up two pounds. Their goal was to lose 30 pounds in three months they lost 28 pounds and they're down on themselves over two pounds you cannot see two pounds friends exactly exactly so much and and i know it's hard when you have that set number in your head which we've actually kind of talked about before about not maybe not giving it a timeline or not giving it a strict number whatever it is but exactly if you if you give yourself that number and you don't need it by two to five pounds or even you know eight to ten pounds um my gosh, look back and see what you did do though. I, I mean, it's it's so hard to, but think about how far you've come already and that is already an accomplishment. Yeah, we've got to get out of that diet mindset and just switch <laughs> it over to lifestyle because diet is restriction. Living a healthy lifestyle is living a balanced life. That's why we call it the healthy life. We don't call exactly. it the, the, the uh, Ben and Ashley's healthy diet. We call it the healthy life. <laughs> because it's a lifestyle it's you've got to reward yourself you got to live life you got to it's not a straight line exactly it is never a straight line there are always going to be ups and downs there are always going to be good and bad days what matters is the overall trend right and setting those goals setting those goals for Mm -hmm. yourself are so important you know we, we talk about that all the time setting those goals but being realistic and really mm-hmm. don't put an end date on your goal. Right. 
You know, that's that's the key. Don't put an end date. I always found that you don't get enough you don't get enough acceptance of yourself if you put that end date. You can put a time frame on or, or I'd like to do this by, but if you say I want to do this and accomplish this by the first, you're putting too much pressure and you're not accepting yourself. Right. You're not accepting yourself and, and you begin to feel like a failure when you're absolutely not at all. Um, that's why if you don't set unrealistic goals, then you know it's impossible to, quote, fail at that. Um, it's so important to I accept... Like yeah, yeah, it's it's important to accept again who you are as a person in your lifestyle. If if you're like me and you love pizza and you can't live without pizza, you know, I accept that. <laughs> and <laughs> and I'm going to continue to eat my pizza and also continue to maintain my weight because I've accepted that and I know that's who I am and and I work that in. Speaking of pizza, for anybody that likes pizza like your coach <laughs> Ashley, oh, yeah. um, I heard uh People, I was reading this article, Ashley, I heard that you will eat one third less pizza if you eat your pizza with a fork and knife. I don't know if it's true, but... You know, that is an interesting theory. We have a local pizza place here, and it's probably my first or second favorite place ever to go to. But the the way they make it, and it's so thin, um, and it's so large, like when you pick it up, it just falls, you know? And you either have to do that, fold it in half, you know? Right, right, right. New York kind of thing, or you eat it with a fork. And, you know, I, I do do that. I wonder, I've never tested that out. I might have to test this theory now. Just don't use your non-dominant hand. I'm not paying your cleaning bill. (laughs) (laughs) If you're lefty already. And don't try it with spaghetti, folks. No way. (laughs) But it's, uh, you know, you gotta, and you gotta have laughter in your, in your weight loss commitment and journey. If you can't have laughter and have fun, it's really not worth it. Sometimes it's. Absolutely. Yeah. I've, I've preached that from the beginning. If you don't enjoy it, you are so much less likely to succeed at it. You have to, you know, dig in and find those recipes and make these substitutions that fulfill those needs and cravings, but is also, you know, on the lighter side fits into your budget for the day. Yeah. And, and, you know, if, if the day's not perfect or, you know, we're not machines, we're all humans. Just no, that's okay. keep, keep it on moving and, but be your biggest cheerleader. If, if you don't, if you don't have somebody giving you that attaboy every day, give it to yourself when you get up, give yourself Absolutely. the attaboy at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Well, on any final notes or final words for our wonderful viewers and where can they find us again? Ashley, I always forget we are on Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. The um, official Healthy Facebook page shares it and Coach Ben's Weight Loss, Wellness, and Fun. There's that shameless plug. You can uh-huh. basically find us anywhere. You'll find us in a back alley if you want to find us. But <laughs> no, we appreciate all the fans that support the show and we appreciate our sponsor, Healthy. If you're looking to lose weight and, and, and at a very economical price and have the support, of coaches and community and people for $24.99 join it it's worth becoming a healthy pro member um on that note ashley i want to wish you have a great week and look forward to recording with you next week and to our listeners thank you for supporting the show and we'll catch you next week with the healthy life have a great week and the rest of the summer